0: Come on, we cannot be in the presence of God, we cannot worship and still be the same. Because if if you still feel the same as what you came in this morning, if you feel down, then I'm saying we haven't finished worship yet. Because whenever there's a spirit of heaviness, heaviness comes in all forms. Heaviness comes in the form of just um, worry, concern, Fear, those aren't things that God gave us. And when we read in the Word, it says, put on a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. So just declare God good in your life, in all seasons. Rejoice in the Lord always. Not just when things are good, always. Always. Oh man, you guys are beautiful. I want to start something. Can I do something different today? Um, so I know we're still in COVID. I know we still spread out nicely. Sorry. Hey, guys online, what up? Welcome to church. So good to have you here. Sorry, I can't, I can't ignore the, it's not the elephant in the room, the camera in the room. You guys are amazing. We are so glad that you guys are here. Man, I really hope that, you know, that even wherever you are, that, that God will actually speak to you guys that you will feel His Spirit move when we worship, when it's not, we, we are seeking encounters, we are seeking His presence, so always come expecting for more, don't just come to church. So, uh, thanks, Lavino. you are amazing. Can I just ask us, can, can we just honor all our volunteers that wake up extremely early, that sacrifice Sundays and, and, and come and spend the morning getting things ready for us. Can we just, can we just honor them? And oh, it takes so much. I mean, um, we, we gave Gavin off. He finally decided, like, hey man, I, I can relax. And he shaved. He came back. I gave him a visit to Scott. I didn't know who he was. Oh, but it's so good. <laughs> Gavin, we appreciate you and the team as well back there. That's always helping us. Thank you, guys. Oh, we appreciate you. Um, we, we, we started a campaign this month called You Are Loved. How many of you guys got cards last week? We have run out of cards. Now, I just want to give you a little testimony. Can I get one of those, please, Allison? Okay, so um, we, we'll put it up on at the end of the service for the guys online to see it properly I know they can't zoom in at this moment but everybody here in the room we decided that we're just going to head over to um, our local park run and just be a blessing to people and so the park run here by us started yesterday and we we didn't ex- know what to expect so we took a whole bunch of water a whole lot of easter eggs what we thought was a lot in our eyes and uh, and a whole lot of cards we took all our cards and we got to the park run, and man, I was nervous. I'm like, what if they chase us away? What if everybody goes, oh my gosh, it's still COVID, keep your water, keep your germs, and like, I'm just gonna run and die in this heat. But, but you know, we got there, there was a team of uh, guys that, that joined us as well. And man, as we were giving out water, people were just like, thank you, we needed it. You know, some people were crawling and stuff like that. And then, um, um, I've done the park run before at this specific route, So I tell half of the guys, I'm like, if you go to that little opening there, you will catch everybody that's finished. And those that are finishing, you give them a chocolate and a card. Now, it it seems to defeat the purpose after going for a healthy 5K jog to receive a chocolate afterwards, but we just blessed it and we told them this is chocolate from the Lord, and it will sustain you. It will fill you. It will keep you going into next season, whatever that season is. And um, so we handed a bunch of cards out and some water. You know, it just lifted the spirits of a lot of people. But I want to share a testimony quickly. So we're standing in a huddle, and the last bit of cards and um, Easter eggs are being handed out by our kids, man. Our kids um, are are so amazing. The Deval's little guy, he, he comes back, man. He's like, I sold so many. I'm like, dude, that is it. That's an evangelist right there. But um, while we were standing in a circle, we were just chatting to each other because we were ending the day, and because we didn't want to be long. We, 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 we want to get in impact and uh, not waste people's time. And while we were standing there, this lady just walks into our circle crying, and she goes thank you for the card. I went to go sit in my car, and I was about to leave, but I couldn't, because over the past few months, I've been battling with with sickness, and because of the sickness, I can't do much, and so I've been depressed, and I've I've just been not in the mood for anything. And so um, yesterday, I buried a friend of mine And while I was, she told us that she was chatting to her husband, and she's like, even though I love Jesus, I don't feel worthy of His love because I'm just not in a position to want to do that. And so she gets an Easter egg from a bunch of crazy people and a card, and she looks at the card, and she reads the Scripture verse, she breaks in tears, and she comes, I just want to say thank you that God loves me, and I feel worthy of His love through a card that was given to her. So, I want to challenge you guys today. It's not about just handing out a card, it's about showing people that Jesus loves them. And that is what it's all about. This is the month of you are loved. We're going to get more cards. I want you to find, pray about it. It's going to be the weirdest thing. You're going to go to work, and there's all these mana there. In Hele Vilikar Te Fatih. And all you got to do is, Lord, which one needs one? Who needs it? And just walk over to them. You don't have to buy him a flower. You don't have to give him a chocolate. You don't have to take him out for a drink. Maybe you just need to pop him this card. Say, dude, I know it's rough, but you are loved. We gave it to um, our, waiter, our waitress that was helping us yesterday, and she was so excited that someone would tell her that she is loved and she felt amazing. So guys, don't underestimate the power of a card, but then can I also say don't underestimate what God can do through you. Expect more, expect more. Come on, can we get excited? No, 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 really, can we get excited? Um, I'm gonna preach to this side of the church today. I don't know, do do we need Red Bulls? Did did you guys, can we get coffee? Is there coffee? Salma, is there coffee? Can we bring the coffee in here? Because we're going to do church. We're going to do church. You're going to get coffee. You're going to laugh. You're allowed to laugh in church. You know that. I believe God laughs at me nonstop, and I'm going to share some stuff with you guys today. He, like every time he wakes up, the angels goes, ha, he's up. Uh, the devils go, oh, my gosh, he's up. <laughs> Come on. We've got to get into that mode that, that, that we strike fear into the kingdom of darkness. If you don't feel like that, you are loved. You are son and daughter of the Most High God. Wait, let me get into my preach. Okay. So, turn with me to Hebrews chapter 10. If you guys haven't noticed, I am really excited about life. Man, I had such an epic time in worship. These, these, these guys, I'm the oldest on the band, and um, the, that's the only reason I play, because these youngsters make me feel young, and uh, they, they don't look at me and go, hey, Topi. They go, Milo, come on, Milo. Ah, oh, it's so good. Hebrews chapter 10. We're going to be reading just two verses, verse 24 and 25. This is what it says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. That spur is not the restaurant, but I'm sure they meant something about it because how many of you guys feel loved when someone takes you to spur for food? I'm just saying, show the love. I like to be loved. But it goes, come on, spur each other on. Other um, translation says, stir, encourage. Come on. How do we spur each other on to love and good deeds? Let's carry on. Verse 25, not giving up meeting together. I love, I think it's in the ESV translation. It, it doesn't say give up. It says Neglect. Neglect means to just fail to care about. You know, it's just like we don't care about meeting. We don't care about coming. It's not even on our radar. It's nothing. It's just. Let's not be that way. That is what the writer of Hebrews is saying. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day. That's a capital D. That is the day Jesus comes back for us, approaches. So as we look towards that day, come on, can we encourage each other? Quickly, look at the person next to you. Okay, if it's your husband or wife, uh, can someone please, we, we need someone to sit next to Sadman, look to the back. Adele, can you look to Sadman, please? There we go, there we go. Come on, guys, we are family. Um, look, okay, so find someone else now. You've looked at your spouse. Did you greet your spouse this morning? Hey, did you encourage your spouse this morning? Now, I want you to turn to someone that you didn't step into this church with this morning and mention something good about them quickly. Hey, like, man, I'm grateful you can wear shorts and I can't. Come on, man. No, 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 come on, Michael, you can't sit there. I think you're amazing. Your smile lights up this room, dude. Thank you. Come on, come on. No, 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 no. Because this is what we need to do. We cannot neglect not just meeting together. It's okay to come, but why are you coming? Hey, Why are you coming? To listen to me preach? To see songs? No. We're coming to encourage each other. Man, during practice, we were, we were standing here and, and it was like almost like there was a spirit of heaviness. And I'm like, I can't jump. I don't know what they reinforced this stage with. And I walked over to Lavino after running between the singers and Mario, the drummer. I ran to Lavino and I'm like, I've seen all these people do it on rock bands. And so I started jumping. And I'm like, luckily he couldn't hear me. I'm like, I can't jump because I'm scared I go through. And I was off key. I was like, but he smiled. And people got encouraged because that is what we need to do. We need to come in, not because we have to, but because we get to. We were in lockdown for so long, but now we get to come together and encourage each other. So today I want to take just a few minutes, because I'm I'm running out of time already, to preach from this title, consider this. Let us pray. So Lord Jesus, we... We gather in your name. You are there. Your presence is here. So, Father, I pray with you here in this place, encourage us, equip us, speak to us, grow us, motivate us, move us, draw us closer to you, reveal more of you in Jesus' name. Draw us closer to each other. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Consider this is what I want to talk to you guys about today. And when you look in the dictionary at the word consider, it means to think carefully about it. Think carefully about something. You know, like, have you ever gone and bought something? Uh, It could be a washing machine. It could have been a car. It could have been a TV. You, You have a specific thing in mind. And then one of the salesmen come up to you, but then they go, have you considered this? Have you, have you thought about maybe getting a better model? It will cost you more, but just consider that it will be more fuel efficient. And so today I want to talk to you from this thing of consider this, where we actually think about a few things. Um, on Friday, uh, we, we were... My wife and I, we went to go pick up our kids from school. My oldest was away on camp. My, my youngest son, uh, he was going to have his birthday party on, on Friday. So we decided to take both cars, and we headed to the school. And so school comes out, buses come. My oldest comes home, there's celebration and jubilee because my wife is like, he's here. She had withdrawal symptoms. We had to put her on a drip to just calm her down during the week. And so Judah comes home, Jaden and all his mates climb into the bucky, everybody leaves and we're about to pull off. Allison leaves in the other car with Judah and as I hit the start button of the bucky, nothing happens. Nothing comes up on the dash. So I'm like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? This this car's supposed to work. And I push a button and nothing happens, and and, and I feel the brakes, and there's something wrong with the brakes, so I put the car in neutral, and I pull down the handbrake, And this bucky just rolls because we're on an incline. And I'm like, oh, no, we parked in front of those people's houses that if we just stop there, we go to jail. You do not collect 100 rand. You do not go to start. You go straight to jail. And I'm rolling into their driveway, but the brake is not working. I'm like, there's something wrong here. I pull up the handbrake. I phone Ali. I'm like, you've got to come back. I'm in the middle of the road with this big car, and it's like, School has come out. You tell me, you know what school is like at the end of the day? These angry parents, and like no one's friendly, no one has the love of Jesus at that school, man. It's just like, ah, like Joburg traffic. And and so I phone Ellie. Ali comes and picks up the kids. I tell her, You come in the bucky, and I push it to the side. And I'm like, what do we do? I don't know. It's an automatic. I don't know. I'm gonna phone someone that knows these things. So I phone someone in the church and I'm like, hey, dude. This is what's happening. The bucky's not starting, but there's no brakes. I don't know how to start it. He goes, dude, you might need to get someone to tow you in. I'm like, oh, snap. Quickly um, switch off the car, chat to him. He tells me about what it could be and what it can't. As I climb back in the bucky, I push the button, and then the lights on the dashboard come out. And I tell him this. He's like, dude, it's probably your battery. You need to jump start it. I'm like, oh snap, I left the jumping cables in Ali's car. Because this is the Bucky, Buckies don't fail you. Especially Anisuzu. I'm just saying, it's like it never breaks. And, and and so I'm stuck there without jumper car jumper cables, school is empty. It's like the desert now all of a sudden. Grumpy people are all gone to eat something. Now I'm grumpy. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, let's phone roadside assistance. My insurance can't help me because the Bucky's not on my name. I don't know what insurance the Bucky is on with the church. I'm like, I phoned the, the, the help number for Isuzu. They're like, listen, we can help you, but it's not under warranty, so it's going to cost you in your pocket, and it's going to cost you your kidney. A thousand bucks to come and jumpstart my car. I'm like, I'll carry it home. <laughs> and then I realized... But hold on, I've got friends. And so I start going through a list of people. I work it from closest to me, like just down the road. I'm like, if I sneeze, they're going to hand me a tissue. And so, so I start phoning people. And I'm like, these people are going to come and help me. And then it's like, no, I'm at work. Some are sick, some are away. And I just keep going through the list. And I'm like, but, and now it's getting, the circle's getting, I'm making the circle bigger. And so I phone someone. And then all of a sudden, a mate of mine pitches up, dude, I was ready to phone people in Sukunda. <laughs> guys, I've got friends in a different province. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm stuck in Cape Town. like, once Noda. no da. Now, now, they won't come, but they'll phone people, and they will get it, but I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to phone people over here. You see, I want you to consider this. There were tons of people I knew that could help. But I started phoning those I knew would help. And that is what we need to understand when it comes to community. There's a difference between could and would. And so I started with my people, the people I knew that were close, that were in my church, because that is how I got excited. It's like These are all people in my church. I'm going to phone them. It's like, oh, the pastor's phoning. Oh, what did we do now? No, no, no. Guys, please answer my phone calls. I might be stuck on the side of the road. <laughs> but you see, there's a community that I have that I can phone. And one of my friends that stays not too far from the school pitches up, jump starts my car, and we're off. See, when things start falling apart in your life, who do you call? Don't say Ghostbusters. That was playing the whole time in my head yesterday, coming out of that illustration. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. You see, we were made to function inside of community, not outside of community. Uh, Last week, we started talking about um, our first three relationships that we believe, when we get into them, helps us change and become who God needs us to become. We spoke last week that our relationship up with God is very important. And this week, we're going to be focusing on today our relationship in, that is with us here in the church, in community with each other. And as we read those two verses in the book of Hebrews, this is what it's actually saying. Consider for a moment that you shouldn't just come to church, you should be the church. Now, I've heard a lot of people say that. It's like, Milo, but we are the church. And I look at them and I go, if you are the church, I don't want to come to your service. No, I'm being I'm being serious. Because some people they say we are the church, but they got nothing positive to say about anything. They're always complaining. They're always talking bad about our country when we as a church should be blessing South Africa. When we see people, they don't want to help. It's like, oh, I don't want to tip this guy because um, why is he looking after my car? It's like, if we are the church, can we bless? Can we love? Can we get into people's spaces? So we need to consider that we need to become the church. And if you want to become the church, everything you want in church, you need to be. It's not just coming to sing. I don't come to sing. I come to worship. Then worship. Don't just worship on Sunday, worship throughout the week. So, if we look at that scripture, how do we become church? It gives us three things. Number one, spur each other on in acts of love and good deeds. Do you know those two go together? Love and good deeds. You see, you can do good deeds and not love someone and it won't make a difference in that person's life. But you cannot love and not do good deeds if you are love, which is Jesus. It's just automatically good deeds that flow out of you. So as a church, we come together to encourage each other, to stir each other, Man, you guys should have been there yesterday. After receiving a report that someone got blessed by a card, just like, oh man, I went in there nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. I was very nervous. I, I battle sometimes with street evangelism. But just get me talking and I'm in there. Started talking to a guy for like 20 minutes, praying with someone. But that's what we need to do. We need to get together and spur each other on. Look around you. Quickly. You've seen each other. Now imagine if you just have one thing good to encourage people with every time you see them. The next thing you need to do is make getting together a priority. You see, we don't get together because we don't love each other. I love hanging out with people because I love people. You know, when people say, Milo, I'm coming over, I don't think of an excuse to go, I'm not at home. Quickly, Ali, shut the blinds, lay down still on the ground. If people rock up, we let them in. If they don't drink coffee, we get frisk coffee. Is that right? Is it re-coffee? (laughs) Re-coffee. If you don't eat pastry, we've got ice. but we get together because we need to start loving each other. If we are the church, are we willing to step out so that we can reach out? See, we say we, we, we constantly wanna say we are the church, but Milo, I'm shy. That's okay, I get it. It's not easy talking to people, but you might be the person that connects that guy to a life-changing relationship with Jesus through your act of obedience. But Milo, I'm tired, I know, but someone is coming today that might connect with you and in your tiredness, your smile is going to change their world. Milo, I just don't feel like it. Let me encourage you. It's not about how you feel. It's about where people are going. So you can come in here and feel tired You might not feel up to it. It's okay. Get around people that are going to stir you up and encourage you. I go to gym and how many of you guys know I don't feel like going to gym? But then I see everybody that is in gym. There's guys with muscles. And then I look at women that got more muscles than me. I'm like, if I get into a fight with that one, I'm going to be that guy that lost to a chick. No, that's not the reason I go to gym. But I see these people and they, 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 they're putting in the hard work and I go, they're encouraging me. They might be tired as well. But come on, make getting together a priority and then the last thing is encourage each other. How do you encourage each other when the world can't help you? You see, I phoned my insurance, I phoned the Bucky Company when they couldn't help me. I went to the next best thing, the people I'm in community with. How do we encourage each other? It's by getting into each other's spaces. It's about sending someone a message on a Monday morning. Hey, I know you saw you yesterday in church, but I pray that you will be blessed this week. It's about following up. Hey, Ali, how's the pregnancy going? no, no, we not, we're not, no, I, check, I see, now you guys are awake, hey, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> my wife is going, we're going to have a chat afterwards, dude, <laughs> I always pick on her, and she goes, dude, you got to stop, man, but, you see, I call on the people I know will help me, pray for, and pray with me, that will support me, that will assist me, but also pull me back, We need to make sure that we get into the spaces of people that we can encourage. Too long we've been doing things alone. It's not about how awesome I am alone. It's how better we are together. It's what we did. And this is what the church is all about. So I'm going to just quickly go through a few things. The church is about finding your tribe. This part that we read in Hebrews comes as actually echoing a passage in the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 42. It says this They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Something, we come here, we hear a teaching, we worship together. We sing. We, we, we have communion together. We started a prayer meeting on Thursday. It was amazing. I told the guys, we're only going to pray for half an hour. An hour later, we just stopped praying. Less than an hour. Give or take. But there's one thing that we need to make sure becomes a part of who we are: is fellowship, is finding your tribe. Finding your tribe doesn't mean that you guys look the same, act the same. Vote the same, eat the same stuff, run the same 5K in 20 minutes. It's, it's about coming together in a relationship where we are of the same mind. I heard this guy, he preached, it's about harmony. Finding a tribe is like being in harmony with someone. So, um, uh, on stage, we, we've, got, we've got singers, and... One will, and, and Stephen and Joe, he will sing the melody. And, and Salome will sing the harmony. They're singing the same song, but the harmony is different. It's two different keys, but it complements each other. Our relationships in church complement each other. We're never going to be the same. I run faster than most of you <laughs> in my dreams but I love Jesus. Have you heard me pray? I pray differently, but that shouldn't stop us from getting together. We need to find our tribe, find the people that you are not just comfortable with, but will encourage you, and you'll never know who they are until you find them. You've got to make time, despite of what we look like, despite of where we come from, I'm going to get back to you. Turn with me to Acts 2, verse 43 to 47. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property, possessions, to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued, and this is the important thing, to meet together in the temple courts They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. If we want to grow, we need to get together. We are in a series called More. Our season for the year is More. Don't neglect meeting together. Where did they meet? Everywhere. They met at Spur, at Vida e Coffee. They met in the park. They said they met in the temple courts and they met at home. We are not a church just about coming together in a building or just being in small groups. It happens in both. We're not either or, we both and. We meet in church and we meet in homes. This is what it means to be the church that we don't stop meeting. God kept adding to them because they kept getting together and it was a priority. How do I know what's going on in your life? You know, we we constantly get phone calls. It's like, Milo, can you please help us pray for these things? And we pray and then we ask, how's it going? And then we follow up And then sometimes people just don't get back to us. That is not community. Who's got a birthday this week? No one. It's a very, very lean month. Yeah. Who's having a birthday in March? Who's having a birthday in February? Wait, wait, February. I'm not gonna skip over February. Okay, February's done, dusted. Let's move over to March. Who's in March? March, one, two, three. Oh, it's fat month. Yeah, I mean, fun month. March is fun month. It's like we want, to, we want to get into your space. We want to celebrate with you. Guys, even to you people at home, you are not just a number and a person that comes to this church. We are family. Family means I want to celebrate with you, which means come to my home. Who have I never had a coffee with? Put up your hand. If I've never, ever had a coffee with you, please fill out a visitor's card and just say, Shiloh, put in a visitor's card and just say, Milo, I want coffee with you. I want to meet with you guys. I want to meet with you guys. I love this. Um, Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Marshmallows does nothing for you. Iron sharpens iron because we rub up against each other. How are you challenging each other? quickly, who of your friends aren't here? And have you challenged them? It's like, hey, I didn't see you in church today. Hey, some of you, I didn't see you in church today. Um, who's ever gotten stuck before? Stuck. Have you ever gotten stuck? If you got stuck somewhere, just put up your hand. Anybody got stuck? Like, You're driving and you got stuck. You stood in the line and you got stuck in like pick and pay. You sat on the toilet and you got stuck. How many, wait, wait, let's be real. How many of you ever got stuck on a toilet? So it was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago. It's 11 o'clock the evening. The family's gone to bed. Um, I'm running out of battery power and I need to go to the bathroom. And I realize at the end that there is no toilet paper. My kids, I banished them. Like there was nothing in the cupboard in front of me, nothing on, nothing there, gone. My wife was tired, she went to bed. We've got fans running everywhere, no one can hear me, so I pick up my phone and I send her a message. Now I don't want to wake up, so I, I, send, I go, Psst, send her a message, Psst. Hi, how are you doing? Don't want to bother you, but I really need your help. I am stuck on the toilet, and somehow there is no toilet paper. I blame the kids. I'm not saying they're going to live, but you better pray for them. And for 10 minutes, my wife doesn't answer me. And so I'm like, well, my leg is dying. I've been on the toilet so long, I know how Elvis felt, this is how he died. And I send her this, and all of a sudden I'm like, this is not working. So I phone her, I put in a number and I push call and as I put my phone to my ear, it dies. (laughs) I've got no way in contacting my wife. I know I've tried handstands, it's not going to work. Because how do you handstand, walk to the door, and open the door as well? I am dead, guys. Next best thing to do, I start whistling. The dogs wake up. They start barking. Allie goes, what is that? And she goes back to sleep. So I whistle again. Dogs bark. She comes. She goes, where's Milo? Oh, he's probably watching TV. She looks down. Oh, the light's on. He's on the bathroom. Goes back to bed. I whistle. Dogs bark. She comes in. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I am dying, woman. Send help. I need TP. Now, I've got to tell you, the reason I shared this story with you, because it's so funny, and we laughed for an hour before we actually fell asleep. But it, check this out. The next day, I'm like, we've got to share this with people. Now, you can't just post this on Facebook, man. So you tell it to your Friends, because it's a funny moment. And I tell it to you guys because you guys are my tribe. I want to share my funny moments with you, but not just my funny moments, our moments. We share with you guys about what God is doing in us, what God is doing through us, how we battle and how we trust. That is what tribe is all about. We've got to find our tribe One of my favorite sayings is this. We learn to grow in rows. Sorry. We learn in rows and we grow in circles. When we grow with people, God grows us. Because he teaches us how to love, how to encourage, how to stir people on. And so today I want to encourage you. Don't Just stay away. Get into people's presence. Next week I will continue with the rest of this message. But you need to find your tribe. Your tribe is going to look different. Your tribe is going to, it's gonna be tall people, short people, healthy people. There's going to be people that can cook and there's going to be people that can eat. But there's going to be a tribe where people love the Lord and love each other. And when we get into a community that loves each other, we change the world. Let us pray.